You are listening to the According to the Technical Rules podcast, where we discuss things that matter and argue about things that don't. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Before we start the show, we'd love to hear what you think about our podcast. If you're listening to podcasts on iTunes, uh, please leave us a review and tell us what you think or wherever you happen to be listening. The feedback is really helpful. Now on to the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Our last episode was The Last Word on The Last Jedi, Part 1. So, obviously, this week is Part 2. So if you haven't listened to Part 1, go back and listen to Part 1, and then join us, and we'll pick up where we left off last time. When it's time to party, we will party hard. You guys want to move on to things that don't make sense as far as just filmmaking and like you, sure. you can go on to it do you guys have anything at all things that don't make sense yeah i've what? already talked about mine what was your what was ah, your... finn wakes up okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's just in a bag and like nobody cares like that, that that's the, the kind of stuff that like just kind of just, just it doesn't feel like it. doesn't feel like continuity yeah we were given some like, history and right. they didn't really care yeah, about it just doesn't mystery, feel yeah. like good uh, it just doesn't feel like good storytelling i have i have one of those all right let's hear it uh, and then I have three things that are just like movie making things. Okay. Uh, the one thing um, is the whole premise of The Force Awakens is that Luke has given a piece of a map to him to an old trusted friend. Yes. The guy that gets killed at the beginning of the movie, who gives it to R two D two. Yeah, Poe Dameron, who puts it in BB eight. Right. Luke entrusts him with this piece of map to get to him, and then in this movie he's just like, "You think I moved to the." You think I moved to the most secluded planet and the whole <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. The whole premise of the movie, the right. opening crawler, Luke Skywalker has vanished. Right. That's the whole premise of this thing is that he has given a key, a piece of the map. And it's referred to as the map to Luke Skywalker. It's how she finds him because he left it to be found. Yeah. It is a safe fail for when they need him the most. Fail safe. Fail safe, yeah. Nice. Uh, fail safe for when they need him the most. And that's the premise of the first movie, is getting that back to the Resistance so that R2-D2 can magically wake up mm. for no reason, right. uh, because he senses that it's time, and they put the map together, and now Ray's going to see Luke. That's the whole premise of The Force Awakens. And Ryan Johnson said, nah. Luke's not into it anymore. I guess not. I guess, yep. I guess, but nothing has changed for him. Okay, so like that must have that exchange between him and I don't know the character's name. It's the guy that says like you know it's a really old dude at the beginning yeah. on Jakku. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Who gives Poe Dameron? It's the first when he says this will begin to make things right. Right. He entrusted it. So post or Kylo Ren uh, burning down the Jedi Temple. So this has happened. Nothing has changed for Luke mm-hmm. from the time that that happened right to giving that piece of the map to that guy. And then going to find the Jedi Temple. He clearly told someone he was going to go find the first Jedi Temple. Because Han Solo knows that right. Luke, he says, like, some the, those who know him best think he went off to go find the the uh, the first Jedi Temple. Which makes me think he told just Leia and Han that that's where he's going. Mm-hmm. Right? So, that whole thing, that it's like, okay, let's go ahead and neuter an entire film's premise now. The Force Awakens, aside from Rey's story, doesn't matter. 
None of it. None of it matters. Because the whole premise of finding Luke Skywalker doesn't matter now. That's okay. And I mean, I you like can't. Much. Oh, right. But, but like, <laughs> but that but that sets up no, all the fans to think, yeah. to say, well, Luke is wanting to be found Luke's a hero. for some reason. Yeah. For some reason. So that is nonsense to me, that you would, that that's the premise you go with. Mm-hmm. You need to explain why, why he left the map for them to find him. Why wasn't one of Ray's questions, I'm sorry, I just spent three hours of film time finding, <laughs> right, uh, getting this piece of the map back to you, and that's how I even hooked up with the Resistance in the first place. That should have been in there somewhere for like, hey, why did you leave that piece of that map then? That would be the only question after him freaking snacks. out on her. Okay. Yeah. Snacks. <laughs> What'd you bring me? No Doritos? Get off the planet. Okay. And now, okay. So that's that's that. That's I can one. leave that. I can leave that. Only three more. Three more here. All of the next three things have to do with Rose and Finn. Are you guys ready? Oh, man. Probably the weakest, probably the weakest characterization in the movie. And none of them and, have and, to do with the plot. And this is just saying this because I loved Finn so much from the first one. Mm-hmm. So the for him to be kind of a minor character in this one was a little bit of a letdown. I did feel like I can't wait for the extended uh, the extended edition with more of Phasma because you know I was talking about like all of those like the sort of places where I felt like I was let down a little bit. That's another one of those characters that I was talking about where it was like. She was built up to be a real badass in the in, in Force Awakens. She gets like and, a total of ten minutes of screen time. Yeah, like between the two movies, which is quite literally the Boba Fett treatment. Sure, sure. Like she's she, a Boba Fett character. That's she's a badass, but we really don't know how or why. Yeah, and that's okay. And no, she's not a badass. Like yeah, she is. No, she gets easily captured. The information is easily taken from her in the first movie. If she was real, a real badass, she'd be like, kill me. I don't care. I'm not giving you these codes. No, she's a They bad. force her to op- give them the plans, basically, to kill Starkiller Base. Right. And then they throw her in the trash compactor. She magically reappears in this movie. Because she's a badass. That's how she got out. I guess. Yeah. But... She fought that monster. But only to die ten seconds after she comes back. Well, but, this is what I'm saying. We don't and, know that she's dead. Right. Because I'm saying, with the precedent... She could definitely be in episode nine. But what you're saying as a joke, as I'm saying for real, is like I like that's a cool character. And then, that means Boba Fett could be alive. He could he could come out of the star like monster. And, this is uh, I'm just kidding. This is Pat Oswalt's uh, filibuster on Parks and Rec. Oh, it is <laughs> the gloved hand, Mandalorian armor, cold pulls himself out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, I have I've. I haven't even gotten into the three things. I want to hear them. Let's hear them. Okay. Ready? All right. 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 My wife just called. Kristen, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. It's 10-11, and I turned off my phone so that I could talk about these three things. So, let's go to the Rose and Finn execution scene. Okay. Yes. They are about to get their heads chopped off because Phasma decides that... Yeah, they need to suffer. They need to suffer. Okay. There's no problem with that. They, 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 How does getting your head chopped off make you suffer, though? That's I probably do it real slow. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> a slow yeah. saw. Maybe. Yeah. I think maybe. And then the, Those aren't lightsabers. And then they, the, they, they uh, would like electrocute you as it went through. Hold out. Blast through the ship. Yep. Okay, but before that happens, if you look around, there's approximately 500 stormtroopers around them. Right. Yes. That happens. BB-8 kills them all. No. Yeah, yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, no one. Wait for me. Wait for me. Okay. Wait for me. All right. Lastly, Finn wakes up. Phasma, who is eight feet away from him, 
is nowhere to be found. In fact, there's only three stormtroopers anywhere. And 500 other ones, they're gone. We don't know where they went. They got blown up. Yeah, they got, they got blown, blown up. up, except... While Finn was passed out. Really? That's crazy, because what happens is that Phasma now is two football fields away. All right, so She got blown away. Excuse No! <laughs> no! Uh, Rose dragged her him the whole way. <laughs> no! But they're going towards that ship! But they wake up, and Phasma is now marching in formation. It is not chaos. She has two squadrons of stormtroopers in formation marching towards them two football fields away. Why? They got blown up. No! They got blown away. Simple. They got reorganized. They're like, we got to go back to them. But you know, but no, guys, that is crazy. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. The first time I saw it, like, the second time I watched the movie, that's the part that made me gasp. Like, they are forever away now. And not only that, they're at the escape ship. Yeah. Wouldn't the easiest way to be killed, to take care of Finn and Rose now to be get on a ship and leave them to die? <laughs> if you need to kill them, if you feel like you need to kill them, why don't you turn around, walk 15 feet, get in that ship, the last one apparently, and then go out. Not to mention that BB-8 has turned into a stone-cold killer <laughs> who can control ships and ATSTs, and he's... What? He's tying people up? No. I, I don't accept it. I don't accept it. So, I don't accept that whole scene. That whole scene, I just think, this is a foobar, and this is an absolute... That made me so mad. When, when, she, Poe, when Phasma... Poe obviously trained BB-8 in the interim. When Phasma... Be an absolute... Yeah. Be an assassin. <laughs> There's no accounting for Phasma suddenly being in formation with these stormtroopers so far away from them. R- rigorous training. Blowed up. Next problem. No. Not blowed next up. Next problem. I do not accept that. Next <laughs> Next problem. Okay. The next one, let's go back to the casino with Rose and Finn. I have, I have more of a problem with Chewie cooking the porgs without cutting their feet off than with the thing you just said. I also have a problem with that. <laughs> I'm not eating them. Chewie's a savage. Who'd eat them? But he no, he's, a, he's so a warrior sad. poet. They he's were not a so, savage. They were so... Like, You're a savage. How dare you? I am a savage. How dare you? The Wookiees are a noble race. They are. They are noble. That, the Star Wars special proved that. The Christmas special proved that. Load up. Problem Holy two. Holy cow. Life day. Problem two. All right. So, problem two. Rose and Finn inside the casino are riding these things. These This monster, right? Huh. Literally, they are jumping. We're talking about in rooms with ceilings like this. He's motioning a high ceiling. High ceiling. Okay. Uh, not that high. I'm saying... I think they're saying low quarters. ceilings. Low oh, ceilings low and ceiling? quarters and stuff. Completely uninjured. They are crashing through walls in these things. And just, just like all this debris and stuff, not a scratch on them. They're literally going down like, how? I'm just thinking they would be dead. They'd be decapitated a couple times. I just thought... The whole time I'm thinking like, how are they still on this thing? Yeah, and it's like crashing through entire buildings. Like... What? This thing is not a tank. They're not in a tank. They're in a thing that has flesh. And it's like... They, uh, they lean down behind his head. Next problem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing that could Those things possibly... have huge ears, too. They huge like ears. Yeah. They're like yeah, hammerheads. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're built... They're practically tanks. Yeah. No, I don't accept that either. Uh, they, so they, were, they were abused also, so much that it gave them really tough, leathery skin. Those rich people... Uh, uh, shoddy workmanship. Shoddy. Yeah. They're real cheapskates on uh-huh. the construction of things. Yeah. It's a real Trump Tower situation. So, uh, this is the last thing. My last doesn't make sense in the movie. Well, I hope this one's good because the other two suck. Yeah. No, you guys are wrong. You, oh, my gosh. The whole thing with Phasma being so far away. Blow it up. Blow, blow it up. 
rigorous training, reorganized. Can I focus. just can I just take a moment to say, Matt? This is what it feels like when I argue with you. Isn't this nice? I don't know what you mean. Like, 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 what you're doing right now with Luke is what I do with you, and you, you're, you're normally the one that's getting upset about something that doesn't matter. Problem three. It does matter. It I matters. Owe, I owe Sam. Go ahead. Uh, problem three. Rose and Finn. Okay, if, how fast do you think those little, little uh, speeder things that they, the junky speeder things, they go and approach the two the to three cars? miles an hour? I would oh, say oh. I would say exactly as fast as they need to be for Rose to circle around and knock Finn away. <laughs> While when all of the other ones had turned back, that's fine. I have no problem with that. I watched. I, I watched for that very closely. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's the how my phone's going. I'm, everybody, you can see. I, else my suspension around. of disbelief survived that. Okay. Good. Okay. My problem is that for about seven minutes of movie time, and you know, and things can be happening. Like showing things that are happening simultaneously. Right. So it doesn't necessarily mean. But it looks like, to my eye, they're at least three to five miles away from the base. Do you think that's fair? Sure. I have no idea. Okay. I have no sense of scale. Okay. Because I wasn't watching closely, but I believe you. Okay. I, in my eye, just eyeballing it, looks three to five miles. Distance. Distance-wise, away from the ship. And he gets pretty much two... the base. If it's three to five miles, Ren, uh, Kylo Ren can move really fast. What do you mean? Because they like set him down and then he walks up to Luke at the right at the end. They're like at the, the door at the end. They're not at the door. His ship comes from there. Oh yeah, his ship flies up. The I, ship thought his fly, ship, I thought his ship. I thought his ship flies him up to there. In my memory, his ship sets down right in front of the walkers. But, go on. but the walkers yeah. are in front and they go. Beep, 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 beep. Right. What I'm saying is no. It's fine. Go on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I accept whatever it takes. When, to they, get crash, to when they crash, when they crash, when they crash, are not only. At the feet of their enemies, right. who have watched this event happen, because they are very involved in the well-being of the thing that's blowing up the doors. So they see this crash, and then they see people scurrying down here, right? Um, they're seeing that. Not only that, but while Luke is getting blasted to hell, and then Kylo goes up there, somehow, Finn and Rose... Yeah. Yeah, Finn and Rose, um, sorry, yeah, they uh, not only, in a matter of minutes... Walk. Back. He drags her three to five miles back to there, but they avoid all of their enemies. Yeah, and they're not focused on them. It's called the fog of war. Okay. Well, I'm saying three to five miles in that time period, and then they get in to rejoin them. And Finn is get a back. trained soldier. Well, I don't know if it's three to five miles. I, again, I didn't look that closely. Uh, yeah, fog of war. And the salt gives them strength. These are these issues of scale with Star Wars. So yeah. where like the fighters can attack the big ships, and the big ships can't attack them. Little dudes can attack the walkers, but little, but they can't. People walk around inside these. People are walking around inside star destroyers and and uh, and uh, star killers constantly. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be matters of scale. I, okay. do, I do see what you're saying about the three to five miles. Of I but for me, my thought was yes. when it, when she crashed into him, and there it's like, oh, well, she is just saying a last goodbye to him. They're both dead because they're at the feet of their enemies and right. they are so far away from their friends. And I thought. Well, that's kind of a better end than Finn just dying and sacrificing himself. Because now he's with a friend, and now right. we can die together. I saved you. You saved the things you loved, kid. And then whenever they said that, I thought, well, that's a sweet thing to say to someone when you're about to die. So, like, you're both about to die, right? Like, it's like... For the record, if I was an AT-AT driver, I would definitely smush them. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because they're right there. Yeah. They do that in, uh, in the Hoth battle. I think they do that on purpose. Sure. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, I just think... 
But I think it's strange to me that uh, no one thought, like, uh, there's a couple of rebels right there. Should we shoot them? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No one? No one's thinking that? And they're just going to scoot around the whole Luke Skywalker uh, Force Ghost, which is awesome, by the way. I'm okay with the Force. A lot of people had a problem with the Force projection. Too cool. Yeah. Too cool. I don't know. I don't understand. And this is not a criticism. I don't understand why it kills him. I know that it had to take an immense amount of effort and uh, energy on his part. Right? Kylo says to Rey, uh, you're not powerful enough to be doing this. This right. will kill you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's a good way. To, oh, that's great. Yep. No, like, and I had no problem with like, um, and like Luke and like the other thing I'm just. But also, of, I think that Luke, I think that Luke dies for a very specific story related purpose. Every single master, when they die, they die after they have completed their sure their their thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Qui Gon like kneels, he stands up, he fights. Uh, uh, Obi Wan witnesses him die. You know he's fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obi Wan, Luke witnesses him, Luke watches him die. Yoda fades away. Like every single master, when we watch them die on screen, they've completed their task and then they. Let That's go. a great point. And that that like that whole like to me the loop I, I agree with every all those three things you brought up and they are like problems from a filmmaking perspective. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker dying. I know I have friends that like aren't watching any more Star Wars because we because they killed Luke in such a boring way. But that wasn't. Mm, that's a great way. I think it's that's a the great, wife, that's a great like, way because you have your cake and you eat it too. Luke has an awesome Luke. Luke looks like a badass. Mm-hmm. It's and the actually, little early thing he does, like actually, avoid, right. it's like it's actually a force projection, mm-hmm. and then he dies quietly after having made peace with, like mm-hmm. he's he is now one with the force, and there's a perfect symmetry between him standing on the dunes watching the two suns setting, and then him sitting and meditating at the end of his life and watching mm-hmm. the two suns. Right, I I, cool. I think it's perfect. I think it's very perfect. and I liked it more and more. With each viewing, honestly, like right. that scene, I just, I just thought that's that's pretty cool. And also, um, again, the reason why I went over my credentials is that I have been disappointed by Star Wars movies before. We wanted to see Yoda fight for twenty years. We saw Yoda fight. And it was looked weird, stupid, and it was weird, and everybody hated it. Mm-hmm. So now, like now, everybody's begging to see Luke Skywalker fight, except like there's a really good chance that it's not going to be good. And if that was actually Luke Skywalker, and if he had survived that, everybody would have been saying, well, there's no way he could have survived through the blasters. And if, yeah. he, and if, and if, he, and if he stopped mm-hmm. it with his lightsaber, everybody would be saying, well, there's no way a lightsaber could save that. It's something much. This is perfect, because it's, it's, it's completely contained. It's explained so well, because in the end, he's just force projecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he dies from the effort, and from the peace that's come from like him doing right. his thing. Like, right. the, yeah. And also, another great thing is that Yoda is still trying to teach Luke to be here and now, to not rush into things. And Luke doesn't, when he decides that he needs to get involved, doesn't force raise his ship up and go to to light speed and try to zoom to get there and come blasting in, right? He quietly sits, meditates, projects himself there, and gets the job done patiently yeah. and at peace, right? So it's like he's finally learned that lesson from Yoda, yeah. right? Uh, and he applies it. And I just think, like, I don't know, that's pretty cool. I don't know. There's a lot to that that's really great, I think. And I think it felt right after just a couple times. But yeah, um, I did want to see Luke just... I don't like that Luke got beat by Ray, which I think he was toying with her when he had the stick. 
Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He, he kind of is, but then when she grabs the lightsaber... Well, did you see when she knocked him down, he, he didn't like, actually fall? Right, right, right. He does that and stops himself. He stopped but himself. I think, he didn't even fall. But I think... He stopped I himself, realize. and then he put his hands down. Yeah, whenever he realized, whenever she puts the lightsaber back... Like away, he lets himself rest on the thing. Yeah, he stops himself from falling. But I think even that, like Luke, even if she did that, he would have caught that thing. He's more powerful. Like I have yeah. to believe he's more oh, powerful. Absolutely, he's more powerful. But I don't think I don't think he just lets her catch that. I think he would have caught it and put it away. Like yeah, I don't know. I just think like there are some things I just think were out of character for Luke. But he's still in the middle of that process of like of trying like, to get himself becoming back a master again. Yeah. But I just think that him rejecting Ray again doesn't make sense after he has yep. opened himself back up to the Force. Yep. Like, there are some things that are like... And I know that he's still trying to figure it out, but... Yep. Um, I don't know. And like Mark, and Mark Hamill said this over and over again, that he hated what Ryan Johnson had done with his character, and that it was only after reading it over and over again that he thought, this actually makes perfect sense for this character. And it's like, it's bold, it's, you know, dangerous, uh, it's a risk with the fans... And I mean, like, I think Ryan Johnson did what J.J. Abrams didn't and say, I don't really care what the fans want. Yeah. I'm going to kind of do my own thing. Well, but like we said, we've been saying all along that, like, Luke Luke uh, didn't get what he wanted. He got what he needed. And I think that's what the fans got with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We did not get what we wanted. But the problem is, is what, what when we get what we want, we get episodes one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I've been saying over and over again, well, we really wanted to know how Palpatine became Palpatine. Well, it turns out it's kind of boring and lame. Uh, I really wanted to see what happens when Yoda is young and a badass. Well, that was kind of corny. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, there was good stuff from those, but it wasn't the stuff that we wanted to see. It was the other stuff. It was was Darth Maul. I mean, there was good stuff in those, but... But it was new stuff that you didn't know was coming. Yeah. So, like, I really think that, like, the stuff that we wanted... By and large, wasn't stuff that was good mm-hmm. because what because what people really wanted was for like Luke to uh, just kill two Death Stars by himself, and then the movies are over. <laughs> like, what does that do for the mm-hmm. franchise? Like, yeah, that's what right. people wanted. Is like Luke's a badass, and he's gonna do, and he's just gonna come out, and he's gonna like, it would be so cool if he like ran through space, and if he had like two lightsabers, if he had his green one and his blue one, and then he grew his hand back, and then he stabbed Snoke, and then it's like, <laughs> but, but, but like that's not the movie that you want to watch. Right. It's not the movie that we need to have to, yeah, move, right. to move Star Wars forward. And the um, old guys in Star Wars are always dying, man. Yeah, that's what they do. They just kind of die, right? They lose in battle, you know, like. Yeah, they lose at the young man's game. Well, I don't I mean, like, so they don't even lose. Like, they willingly die. Like, sure, except for Quinn Jong Bramlin or whatever. Like, oh Gun my god! I don't know. I'm not good with names. Everybody knows this. The only bright spot of that movie was Liam Neeson doing his best to salvage that. Character. I said, except except for that, like the the masters or like the the masters of the pinnacle characters willingly die. Like mm-hmm. Obi Wan decided to die, and Luke right. Schaefer or Luke Schaefer. Blah! I have Luke, Luke Skywalker. Die. Decided to die, mm-hmm. like they they make the active and Luke, like Yoda decided it was time, mm-hmm. and so I, I think that active decision making pro- process of I have decided that this is the time for me to go, as opposed to the Sith who are murdered uh, by their by their apprentices, right? Uh, like I, I think that's an important difference, but I think that's also good for the character too, and I think that fit I fit that, that fit Luke Skywalker perfect. It was great. Agreed. Liked it. So why don't so so you tell me. Why are people so upset about Star Wars? 
I have no idea. I don't get it. Luke? I think I know exactly because it's the same reason I was. Is that And it's what we've been talking about all along. Is that you expect it to be Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. You expect it to be... And for me, it was Luke being Luke again. It's like, great, we're going to get the band back together. It's going to be right. great. But it's yep. never what you think, right? The second time around, when you try to redo something, it's never what you think it's going to be. I mean, like... Um, I thought uh, Force Awakens was too much like a new It was a reboot. It was a reboot, right? That's exactly the criticism that I had. It's literally the same movie. And then when they diverted it from this time, people went, yeah, that's not what it's supposed to do. But I think, I don't know. Some criticism I think that are like, I don't think people like that there's busy, it's busy work. It feels like busy work when the when the resistance is just fleeing from the empire for two thirds of this movie. That feels like busy work. It does. Like, oh, really? Nah, I think so. I, I think I think that's one. Like, it feels like it. when Finn and Rose are going to this other planet. That feels like busy work. Well, that, that feels it. like awful. That's that's right. That is. We don't need it. It doesn't add anything right. to the story. It is the weakest point of the we movie. We could have taken five minutes of them trying to do something that gets blown up. And they faces. could have had they could have had just an awful person on the ship. Right. They would have been like, "Hey, I'm a coder," and then get betrayed. Like, right. You, you right. don't. You don't need that entire thing. I think people oh, want. See, I thought that was important. I thought that them going off the ship was an important part. Well, yeah, but sure. they don't need to go to there. They don't have to go to that planet. I'm saying they have to go someplace. They could have gone to see Maz again right. and done the same thing. But I think they have to leave and they have to find, like, Finn, at the be- even at the beginning of Last Jedi, is still a coward. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think Finn has to find his reason to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll buy it. That's what I think. No, I think good. so. Anyway. I think so. Okay, so, okay. So people don't like Star Wars because it's busy work? Oh, well, because it didn't... See, I think it's 100%, and this, and this is me being really critical, uh, and, and I, I have some friends who like Star Wars as much or more than me who don't like it, and I haven't talked to them about why. And I want to do that. I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. So Maybe they'll... So, hey, guys, this is going to happen. But in the meantime, so I've had, like, one argument on Facebook, and then I've read and then I've read about the people that want to... The, the people that uh, did a change.org uh, petition... To make Star Wars not canon. Well, that's ridiculous. Did you hear about that though? I was it change or was it something else? There, I, don't there, know. There, there's, I think I'm pretty sure it's change.org. There's like an online petition uh, to make Star Wars the, to make the Last Jedi not canon. And that's I mean, so these are literally the two influence the two things I know about people who don't like Star Wars. So I'm not casting aspersions on people who have legitimate problems. I'm saying that those guys, that those people, see, my impression is they wanted Luke Skywalker to be. Like a Deus ex machina, like they wanted him to not have any flaws at all. They wanted Luke Skywalker to be the Luke Skywalker from their imagination and from the extended universe, and from like if you had just taken Luke Skywalker at the at the end of uh, Return, where he like looks at the Force Ghost and like kind of like <laughs> winks at him, mm-hmm. just a perfect linear, just a perfect increasing. From one point to the next point. Yeah. Right. That that doesn't do anything for the movie. And that's what the whole monologue when he's talking to Ray about was they said in his hubris, yeah. I was the legend Luke Skywalker. Like every single every single Luke Skywalker line is one second away from him looking straight at the camera and saying, This is not how it works. Yeah. Guys. Get over it. Yeah. I feel it, very strongly about this. Yeah. I just don't understand it. But it I don't know. My I, preference would still be my preference still, if I'm back sure, like, sure, sure. before my preference is for Luke to be 
a wise old man who was betrayed, not a right. not a person who failed and created Kylo Ren and now can't deal. But I think like life's pretty messy, and the people that you think are great have like conflicts within themselves, and like that's real life. Yeah, and I think that Star Wars really hasn't been Luke's a whole lot of right. Has, has, Star Wars hasn't been like real life. This is someone that is flawless. No matter what, is doing the right thing. Doesn't turn when Darth Vader cuts off his hand. Right. Would rather jump off, right? That same innocent faith right. in in the message. Even when he finds out that Darth Vader's his father, doesn't betray the light side. It's just weird that a child that is struggling with the dark side is the one that makes him go, Bleh! you know what I mean? Like, this the yeah. one that turns him. Like, and maybe that's maybe that's because he could deal with that stuff as a pupil but couldn't deal with it as a teacher, right? So, But, like, we didn't see Luke Skywalker. I, I know I, I know I've said this before. We, mm-hmm. we, we, we don't know anything about what happened to Luke Skywalker between... 30 years. Return. Right. Yeah, you got a long I think, time. I think it shows... I don't know. I, I think it shows character development. And I think, uh, like, look, look, look. I think it shows good... Interesting character development. I think it shows a complex character uh, for Luke to be where he was in that movie because mm-hmm. he's not like the goody two shoes who's always trying to do something right. They're like because he was doing that. Like he continued like in in the backstory of the Last Jedi. Like he said that like, he continued to do that. Like he was yeah. like the legend of Luke Skywalker. He made the Jedi Temple. He was going to raise the Jedi Order because right. he was continuing to be this good guy, good guy, good guy. And then suddenly he had he had literally like. A second of weakness, and that and that ruined everything. Right, and I think I, I think that that lends to an interesting story, a complex character, and a person who th- who th- who thinks other people think I had so much strength, but really to think that I thought I had so much strength, and I had one moment of weakness, and I did this. I I love that character. I think it's fantastic. Luke, have you read the EU? Have you read those books? Uh, when I was young, I read ep- the actual the episode seven, episode eight. Uh-huh. I didn't read nine. I don't think my mom would order it for me. It was like on the, like a book club right. thing, and she ordered. I uh, it was the one that starts off with Leia and Han, and do they have two kids? Isn't like they, they end up with kids? three? They end up with three. They have okay. twins. At that's first. that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. They have two. Jason they have the twins. Gina. Yeah. Um, so okay. I read those, but I don't remember a thing about them because Luke, I was like, star- Luke starts a new Jedi Order. Right. He has a very strong pupil. That pupil uh, finds the Sith holocrons, which are like the data whatever packages, is turned by an evil Sith Lord, turns against Luke, kills a bunch of people. Luke has a crisis of faith, doesn't want to teach anybody anymore. That was in the written EU? Yes. It's almost the same. Right. This hap- this is this has happened more than once. That the stories that they're telling are now like kind of slightly different versions of what of what it was in the EU. And then Luke is redeemed, and then way, way, way later on, Han and Leia's uh, teenage kids, one of them turns to the dark side. Anyway, I read that. I've already been disappointed in Luke. I guess it I guess that's why I'm not so upset mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I think I've so. already I've already had my I it's, it's so funny because I've already had my expectations of Star Wars shattered twice. That is prequel trilogy uh uh EU and subsequent death of the EU. Mm. Mm-hmm. At this point I've nothing left to fight for. <laughs> but also yeah, but also at this but also at this point I have an entire other universe of knowledge. An enjoyment 
and 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 pleasure taken from Star Wars that people who haven't read the EU and didn't especially didn't read the EU before it was not canon don't have. So I understand that I'm like I'm in a, I'm in a nice position where I can be like, well, I mean, I like I know I know two different Luke Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's I, fine. I, you know, I've had it both ways. So there's also a clone Luke Skywalker. They do a lot of things with the EU where it's like you kind of have to pick and choose because some of it gets kind of weird and stupid. Hmm. Um, and I guess that's the other thing is like I've already. I've already honed that skill of like kind of cutting out the parts of Star Wars I don't want to remember because mm. there was just so much of it. Yeah, you said that you said the Christmas, uh, the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. You kind of you could just. I mean, obviously at this point it's not technically canon, but you also just cut that out. Like that's not part of. Right. There was you the, watch the, go, ah, that's weird. The Star Wars cartoon. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, then don't have to worry about that. Like mm-hmm. there's just stuff. There's just there's just so much stuff that you can kind of pick and choose the Luke Skywalker that you want. Mm-hmm. And my concern is that some of the people that are really upset about Star Wars, they're upset because this is the first time that they've been disappointed by Star Wars. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. I realize sounds extremely condescending coming it's from crazy, me. crazy. But it's crazy that you could watch the prequels. But it's also a nice, now I'm, it's a nice position to be in. Yeah. It's really nice to just kind of be able to say, eh, okay, it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. And I think, like, the thing is, I think people, and if you're listening to this, you watch it one time and you hated it. I think you need to watch it again. Yeah. I think you need to watch it again after that. Watch it with us. Yeah, I would watch. Obviously, I'll watch. I'll literally watch it with anyone. I'm um, watching it here. Ten dollars for a matinee. Yeah. Yeah, that's insanity. It's Bonkers. Insane. Get Movie Pass, folks. Is what they're saying because I didn't pay anything for it. Um, if you don't know what Movie Pass is, it's a monthly subscription. It's nine ninety nine. Go to as many movies as you want once a day. We're not getting paid to say this. Nope. Movie Pass. Please sponsor us. Movie. We should be. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about me undies, guys. Have- <laughs> One thing we did want to discuss, and then we're two hours in. Who knows how long it is? It's been now. It's been an eternity for most of you, I'm sure. If you've even gotten this far, I commend you. Um, it means you're a true Star Wars fan. And well, I, you- like I can call out the three or four friends of mine that have got it this far. So. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and say their names. Just kidding. Uh, uh, Matt. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. I'm uh, here. I'm right Chris, here. Chris, probably. Matt uh, Heflin. Yeah. Chris Nash. No, Chris no, Gilruth. Okay. Um, Chris Nash is probably here, too, but that's just because he's a good guy and a good friend. Hannah's going to cut all this, so... Yeah. All right, so... One thing we should discuss. Are we going to get too many Star Wars movies here? One a year? Is that too many? No. Are they going to bog this thing down with backstory... Nope. ...and side stories... Nope. ...and alienate... Nope. ...their crowd? Nope. You're not tired of Star Wars? Nope. I'm not either. I just got done, but I just got to tell you the beauty of Star Wars is that you can have the EU and you can still... You, I, I still want more Star Wars yeah. stories. I literally know what happens uh, 40 years into the future. I, I still want more Star Wars. Why does it have that appeal? What is the difference between, like, we got three, or is it two Hobbit movies? How many Hobbit movies did we get? Did we get three? We got three. We got three Hobbit movies. Did we get four Hobbit movies? Well, we got six total Lord of the Rings movies. Okay, but they didn't split the Three third Hobbit. part into two parts or some nonsense like that? No. Did they didn't do that? Are we That's sure? Harry Potter. Are we sure about that? Yep. We're not looking it up. Okay. Anyway, by the end of the third Hobbit movie, you're like, I don't even care because this was a 70-page book or something. Right. That they've, but that's right? the problem. Right, right. This is the the Star Wars movies aren't adaptations. Right. I will I will watch I will watch nine movies written in the Lord of the Rings universe if they do new things. Mm-hmm. Right, like I would love I would love to watch Lord of the Rings that happens before or in the in the in uh, during the Third Age, mm-hmm. the Age of Man, or that happens before. 
that's great. The problem is, is that they cut a bunch of stuff from Lord of the Rings, and then instead of making more Lord of the Rings movies, they made the Hobbit movie based on a children's book. Mm-hmm. But now we're getting into the Lord of the Rings stuff. Okay. Anyway, I don't think but I don't think the there is too much Star Wars. Well, the, the just, difference is that these movies aren't adaptations. Like you're not taking it from different material and <laughs> trying to milk money out of it in the form of a movie. Like you're you're taking a you're universe, writing new stuff and milking money out of it. Right, you're you're taking a universe that that's well loved and liked, like but a, you're writing like a creepy long neck walrus. Ooh. But you're taking a universe, an established universe, and sure you're milking that. You're taking an old universe and an old paradigm of where the story is, and you're telling brand new stories out of it. Right, that's what the difference is. That's like with like with with any type of reboot or adaptation that you've seen, you've seen a re a retelling of the same old story, uh, and try try to put a new cool twist on it. Star Wars doesn't do that. Star Wars is taking their universe and telling brand new stories, and that's why it feels fresh. That's why the Marvel movies do so well. They're taking well-known characters and telling relatively new stories. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not following the comic books like word for word. They're telling like a newish story. So not not quite like like not quite as much as Star Wars, but newish stories. These are not stories that people know exactly what's going to happen. And I I don't know. It's it's refreshing. It's 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 like the Star Trek movies. The Star Trek movies are a tasteful reboot, but they're telling brand new stories in a universe, mm-hmm. uh, even though they're using the same characters. And the Star Trek reboot's great. And like, it's like so it. it's it's yeah. new stuff still. Sure. I just wonder what was your reaction then to when they announced that Ryan Johnson's going to do a unrelated trilogy, Star Wars trilogy. It's not a Skywalker story. You know that you guys know this, right? And Disney announced mm-hmm. that Ryan Johnson's doing another trilogy. What was your reaction to that? Because for me, that's what I want. Before, before I think that's the necessary conclusion. I would rather I would rather have that than Rogue One. Okay, I would rather have that than them trying to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have more stuff because Rogue One, like, first of all, Rogue One wasn't very satisfying because you knew at the beginning everybody had to die. Mm-hmm. But except for a couple of really cool, like, okay, Rogue One was worth it just for the last scene. Hot dog. It was Vader in the hallway scene, mm-hmm. but like, I would rather I would rather see them tell new stories than tell than, than fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Although I'm looking forward to the Han Solo movie a lot, partially because it's Donald Glover. But there, it just seems I'm, me too because I that thing that guy's awesome. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I have a real soft spot for Lando covers. Yeah, um, and it's going to be great to see Lando back, and I hope that Lando somehow makes his way into Episode Nine. Me too. I just f- figure that out. Okay, do you want to do predictions or no? Well, might as well. Yeah. No. Let's talk. Uh, do, do, so, so let's let's have our final answer. Matt, yeah. Do you think that Disney is going to saturate the market with Star Wars movies? I mean, I think they're saturating the market. I I think. But, or is that a bad thing? I think the saga movies. I think is fine. I think the retelling of old story movies, like for example, Rogue One, Han Solo. I think those are probably going to be hit or miss. I think. The telling the new saga movies that they come out with every two years, I think will be as good as they want to make them. I, I don't think it'll be. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be dry or stale or anything like that. It'll be as fresh as they want it to be. Okay, Luke, is it a, is it a bad thing? We've accepted um, it's happening. Is it a bad thing? I I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, for me, no. I wonder if people can track for that long, like with with a lot of these, because like. 
I want to see. I would love to see an Obi Wan movie with Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. I would love to see. It. I would if watch they it. make an Obi Wan movie and cast anyone besides Ewan McGregor, it's it's I'm going to be a war crime. I'm not in because that was the I'll only boycott. saving I'll grace. Protest. That was the only saving grace of like Episode two and three. I thought Ewan McGregor carried the movie. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. That's really it. Good. That's all I could do. That's all I could do. He's like, earned it. Yeah, for being the, the only bright spot. in the movies. Clone Wars cartoon has already been made. Right, but I need I need a like that's post, that filler a post episode three Obi Wan on Tatooine like him being an old man they did this this well, is the done thing they didn't they didn't do on Tatooine but they did uh, everything that happens like like right after like after two and then I think after three they do Clone and those cartoons are still canon right yeah. Yep. Yeah, Clone Wars. Um, I might have to watch that, but I'm not to re- I'm not I want to see Ewan McGregor on Tatooine. Oh yeah, getting in some trouble, sure. causing some trouble. Explain why Darth Vader can't just guess that he might be on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably know. cut himself off from the Force. Um, there's a pretty, be, there's a precedent for that now, right? So well, we have Luke. There's a well accepted. Then again, this isn't canon anymore. But the EU explanation, especially for Yoda, was. That he chose a spot strong in the dark side specifically so they couldn't see him. That is why oh, he's like buried in the yep. dark side. Yep. Oh. And I think, and I don't remember. It's been a while, but I think that there may be a same, the same story with uh, Obi Wan. Okay. Yeah, Luke goes back. There's a there's a there's a couple of movies where Luke kind of goes off by himself or books, and uh, Luke goes back to Dagobah. Yeah. Anyway, this is, this is hmm. I like that. this discussion. Okay, oh, yeah. uh, all that say it won't be for me. I just wonder if people will like if it won't be too much. I wonder if it won't be too much at some point. They've but, done it with Marvel so far. Yeah. You're not wrong. There's like 27, and I they've will watch done it. They've done it with every Marvel single so one of them. Yeah. I couldn't make it all the way through Doctor Strange. I did not like it. Oh really? I, I love Doctor. I got. 45 minutes in I'm like I'm not I'm not in I yeah. can't do it I love it you don't have to and then you know what's going to happen is I'm going to watch Infinity War and I'm going to be like I got to go back and watch Star Wars but here's what's great and this is why I think that, that Star Wars is going to work at least for a while you don't have to watch Infinity War to enjoy the rest of the Marvel movies right. True. I don't have to like Rogue One to enjoy mm-hmm. uh, Last Jedi right. I am a little concerned that they're going to try to continue the main saga after episode 9 I the Skywalker family, like I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I, I genuinely, I, I don't know if that's a good idea or not. A lot of that depends on what they do with. I don't know. Is there an announced title for the nine? No. Okay. What they do with nine? Um, but, but quote unquote, you know, fill in the blank. A Star Wars story. Sign me up. Do it. Go for it. I'd love. I'd love to see. And I would like to see. I mean, I'd like to see more movies set in the not. And I know I, I kind of uh, alluded to my bias here. I would love to see some Star Wars movies that don't have as much to do with the Force. Mm. I would love to see movies where the Force characters just are are you know elsewhere. side characters. Sure. Maybe you you know maybe you maybe a Force character comes through, but like the Jedi aren't the focus. I would love to see movies set in um, you know cantinas and Jabba's palace and all of that stuff. Like that'd be fantastic. Just a Star Wars story yep. of some dudes yep. in the universe, yep, hanging out, not doing Force things, smuggling. Okay, Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, I think that that might be what the Han Solo movie is. I'm hoping so. Well, I, w- I would right. assume so. I hope. Um, hopefully, we'll get to see. Well, because uh, Han Solo didn't believe in the Force until he came, like, came in contact with Obi Wan and Luke, right? Well, he didn't believe believe in the Force uh, <laughs> until like, until almost everything says, is over, right? He I says, mean, "May the Force be with you," and I can't remember if it's in six or seven, but or, or five or six, but I think it's in five. It's in five. That's when yeah. Luke is going. He's a skeptic. Mm, yeah, he is. 
But I think he wants Luke to continue. If that's what Luke's bag is, he likes right. Luke, and so he wants. Him I to want to see the new canon of how Chewie, uh, the wife, dead Chewie and Han, because they haven't really done that. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see that. Yeah, um, and hopefully they actually explore that. Sure, yeah, that'd be great. Like, oh, well, they're together. Yep, that would be terrible. Um, well, that wouldn't be terrible. It'd just be kind of disappointing if they don't. Um, um, all right, so all right. here's the, here's my question. What uh, what do you guys? What are your predictions for the next installment? I've got a few predictions. So I want to know: Are these? Uh, can you give me a serious one first? Serious predictions first. Um, the movie's going to start out with Leia being dead. I, re- I mean, we yeah. mentioned that earlier. No, I think that's smart. It's got um, to. And I, I think it has to. Because uh, they already said they're not going to CGI her into movies. Mm-hmm. So I think she... Which is the right choice. Yeah. And so she's she's all... Yeah, I think well, they learned that lesson. It was time for her character anyway. They learned that lesson like. with Tarkin. Mm, that was rough. Yeah. What? Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One. Young Tarkin. Tarkin. I haven't watched that. I haven't seen that yet. You haven't seen Rogue One? Mm-mm. Oh. Anyway. Uh, and then another series prediction... I think Kylo Ren dies. Yes. I uh, I actually said that during Force Awakens, that I was hoping that Kylo would not be redeemed. Because that was... And this was... Keep in mind, this was during Force Awakens when it was literally just a copy of New Hope. Right. Well, I was thinking, like, it'd be cool if they kind of mirrored the original trilogy, and then instead of having Kylo be redeemed in the end... That he is fully evil and has to be killed. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. I I like the idea that you guys were talking about as it, of it being the future. I think that's the only way for it to work. I think it's a little. It'll be the future, and there'll be more Jedi. Yeah, like there'll be more Force users. Especially because the last, like literally the last scene of of uh, Last Jedi is is the kid, the Force sensitive kid, staring at the stars. Right. Like it seems like those people, like those kids, have to be older. Yeah. So yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um, and that's pre- there's precedence. Episode one to two is yeah. a ten year jump. Yeah, I mean episode six to seven is a thirty year jump. I'm just saying, like, right? Ah, I think we've done that mid trilogy yeah. before. It's happened. Um, I would like to see. Um, my, so this is I don't know. This is maybe a prediction, or maybe not. I want uh, raised. I want to be done with who are raised parents. Yeah, I'm really worried that they're gonna like they're they're gonna think that they're you know I'm, I'm worried that this is gonna be like a ratings thing and they're gonna be like no 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 Ra- really she's uh, a Kenobi yeah maybe we don't know about Ray's parents like at this point that issue is settled I don't want to go through that again and I don't want them to use that to try to get attention uh, leading into the movie yeah. here's the thing with that not to cut you off and no, no. continue your thought J J Abrams loves he loves. Bringing up mysteries and leaving mysteries. Yeah, he does yeah. it. In everything he does, there are elements of something that, like, what the hell is the the island in Lost? We don't know. Well, I don't think he did oh! it on purpose. Whoa! Oh, spoilers! Oh, spoilers for Lost. Sorry, I've never yeah, seen right. Lost. Huh. I haven't finished Lost. Are you serious? Nope, I haven't finished. Are it. you wanting to finish? Yes. Lost? Are you in the midst of it right now? No, I made an oath to myself. Like, if I ever, like, break my leg and I'm in so the you hospital never, for a while, you never, lost, so you I never, never saw it take off the island like it's a ship? Like a season three. Good trash. <laughs> I, want the, I want the relationship to Finn and Rey, between Finn and Rey to continue to be platonic. Okay. I don't want them to try to have a love story there. You don't uh, like the races mixing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I just like I just he feels very strongly about that. I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned about Ray becoming anything other than a strong, independent female lead. Like. That, she doesn't need to fall in love with anybody. That's yeah. She doesn't need to fall in love with anybody. And she's a Jedi, and the and Jedi doesn't need to be out of character at this point. It does. It does, doesn't it? And then the Jedi don't. I mean, the Jedi aren't supposed to have any uh, attachments, and but on I, and on. I think. I think that will change. I think. I think everything's changing. I do too, but right. I hope that Ray having a boyfriend is not how that changes. This not. is. This is how I think it'll change. So. Love triangle between Finn, Rose, and Ray. We're talking seriously. Um, I yeah, I would like fish. to see. I'd like to see more Jedi. I'd like them to do more with the Knights of Ren, which they didn't do anything with at all in Last Jedi. Once again, J.J. Abrams bringing up something cool. That there are so many things that so many mysteries and cool backstory. J.J. Yeah. Uh, Abrams did, and something Ryan Johnson did not do a good job of is exploring any of it. Yeah. So I mean, something with it. Nothing. He so just. I would like to see. I would like to see maybe a mass saber battle between the Knights of Ren and this new uh, Ray's new Jedi Order that we've just made up out of mm-hmm. out of thin air. Right. That'll be fun. Um, and no more Death Stars. We're gonna see a fleet of dreadnoughts. No more Death Stars, Luke. What, what serious things? That was a serious thing. Like, oh. because they say this is a chance to take out a dreadnought. Oh, fleet of dreadnoughts. Yeah. So, like, there's. I, I think there's gonna be a climactic battle where there's a fleet. Okay. Of them. So maybe the first order learns their mistake. Let's not concentrate all this power into one thing. Let's just do mini Death Stars everywhere, and then now try to take us out. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? yeah like, I think I think a dread. I don't think they're going to have someone stronger than a dreadnought. I think they're going to have a fleet of dreadnoughts. I think they're going to have a giant space battle. Okay, I like it. Um, Maybe someone will break the plane of two dimensions, and a spaceship will actually fly. They do in Star Trek. I know. In the Wrath of Khan, that's how they beat Khan. Kind of. No, because they say, "Oh, Khan isn't thinking in three-dimensional space," and so yeah. that's how they get it. Riker, Riker also does it uh, at, near the end of uh, Next Gen. Oh, really? Future Riker does it. There's a whole, there's a whole like uh, three-part episode. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Where uh, they go to the past and then they go to the future, and Riker has a has a sweet beard, mm. and he uh, he shoots up through somebody. And the the how you know that the Enterprise is a future Enterprise is that it has three nacelles instead of two. Nice. <laughs> predictions. Serious predictions. Okay. Serious predictions. Uh, I think Ray has to lose at least one limb. Mm. I think. One? I think. Oh, even, sweet. Maybe even early on. Maybe a foot. Because I think, like, maybe it is a foot. Maybe it's a whole lower half that she's got to figure something out. I mean, like, even if it's just a foot, you know what I mean. I think she's got to. She's got to. But okay. Turn she's got to learn. She's got to learn. She's got to. I think Pirate. early on, maybe we she start. She loses with an a, eye as a reference to Saul. Uh, Saul Guerrero. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, so you don't even know who that is. Why are you laughing? You haven't even seen that. I'm good at laughing at jokes I don't know. Yeah, as I say, I caught you in that. Jeez, what's wrong with you? Um, I think she's got to lose a limb. Um, I don't have a whole lot. I mean, the the I think Ray's got to start Jedi Order. I agree with the being the future. Yeah. Here's a question for you guys: In the next movie, who has to die? Who has to die? Uh, Leia. And I and I hope to and I hope to God not Chewie. Huh. I don't think my heart will be able to take. I wept openly when I read about Chewie dying. In the books. Oof. Yep. And Wookiees lived to forever. And, yeah, they live a long and time. And Chewie's still a pup. Yep. And by all standards, he's got uh, hundreds of years left. I think Poe has a good chance of dying, okay. and I think Finn has a good chance of dying. Okay. I accept both of those. I don't think Ray will die. 
I think she's got to do some. I think. I think. I think I don't think she'll die, and then like the next set of trilogies, the next set of movies will be a big time jump, and she'll be old. Interesting. But Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy have said that the next trilogy happens in a different corner of the galaxy than what's happening oh. in Star Wars. It's in a different spot. And what I'm thinking, it could be, and not to get into something else, I think it could be an origin story of how people even locked on to that there was a Force. Like, some sort of evolutionary kind of, like, people, like, how, like, it became necessary where people would learn about this thing called the Force. They got uh, bitten... By a and, spider. And, and infected with a midichlorian. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. A midichlorian spider right. bit him on the hand when a kid was taking a trip to the museum. So. Right. They found the spider under a hammer that only someone who was worthy could lift. Okay. Right. So let's talk exactly. about... Now let's give one Let's give <laughs> yeah. one jokey prediction for the next installment of Star Wars. I've got two short ones. First one. Love triangle. Rose. Finn. Ray. Finn falls for Rose, breaks Ray's heart. Ray, in a fit of rage, kills Finn and Rose, turns to the dark side. That's one. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, The second one. Everybody's thinking, okay, so who kills all of the children Jedi? It's going to be the beginning of the next movie. The kid Jedi who force takes the broom... He's going to go back in, be overwhelmed with the dark side of the Force, and murder all of his friends. Those are my predictions. Luke. I don't have any jokey predictions, so I need to make one up? No. No. Okay, I don't have one. Matt really wanted to do this. So I just wanted to do it. I will give him that segment. Those are, the, those are my real predictions. I can do, I can do my uh, 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 farthest possible... Fanboy, let's hear it. I want to hear it. That Uh, the Lando Lando Calrissian shows up with his dad, Mace Windu. (laughs) There it is. To uh, in the to help their son and grandson Finn out because they're literally the only three black people in all of Star Wars. (laughs) Right, racist. Go ahead. I'm not a racist. They're the only. You're assuming that they're related. There were. There were. And this, and this is something, not a criticism, it's an observation. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like one of those things where, like, Disney has to be like, all right, we... And this this is going to sound racist. Let me just... But every pilot is a minority of some kind, yes. except for the ones they show dying. Right. If someone's dying, it's like the it's first a pilot. White male. It's a white man. It's <laughs> a first. It's a fat white man. It's the first. No, the first two pilots that die are white men, and then the, the bomb bombardier yeah. guy, white dude, gets yeah. blown up. So it's like, I just kind of like a, uh, and it's like, and this sounds. This you you guys tell me, and if this is racist. I don't think it's racist to make that observation. No, 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 but, but, like, I feel like in Rogue One and this one, Disney said, we need an Asian character because right. we are going to slay in Asian markets. Right. If we do. Okay, so they introduced Donnie Yen, who was a badass in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. And he was a great character, and I think he added a lot to the movie. And it feels like Rose is just tossed in there. So what you're saying is, in an effort for diversity, Star Wars kills off more uh, minority characters. No, I'm saying (laughs) Rose was introduced. Gotcha. I feel like she's a character that, like, eh, we need we need to appeal to the Asian markets. Is that racist to say that? Because no, as a marketing no. person, I think it's like, you know what? We're going to do great in Indonesia, and we're going to do great in China, who is 
their movie industry. It's a ton of Asians is, in China. <laughs> you're not joking. But it's ten years old. It's it's like a new thing. Like they're real big Hollywood. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Matt. No. I don't know. Maybe There's that sounds of Asians like... in China is a good line. That's the name of this episode. There are a ton of Asians in China, but I think like because like Rose got cast way late in the game. Oh yeah, you got. Oh, yeah, she really. The last one that was cast is like they're like we are, and in fact, it was like at Star Wars like uh, the fan celebration they introduced Rose's character. Oh, you even know about it? Yeah. So they're like it was like. Everybody was announced who it was. We knew about Laura Dern and Benicio Del Toro. And then six months later, we had Kelly Marie Tran announced as a new character called Rose. And her character, I think I think she acted well. Oh, she's a great character. Her, I love her character. Her character oh, you don't was, like her? No, her, the character she played was... Like, like the character seemed forced into the movie. Right, right, right. I think she, I, I think she acted that character, no. and this is her first role. Well. This is her first role. So no, yeah. I think she did great. She crushed it. Yeah, I sure. think, I think her character was weak. Oh. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a fun character. I guess I don't know. But here's, this is another thing that I don't get. You have like, she is what she works. She says she works behind pipes all the time. She's not a pilot, right? That's no. not what she does. Yeah. Uh, okay. She, all right. She did all right. Why? Why is she suddenly leading the pilots at the end of the movie? I think everybody in Star Wars is a pilot. Because, I think everyone's. But Kelly Marie Tran like driving a car. But she ca- she comes out of. She. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe yeah, that's quite close to the. There aren't are a whole lot of cars. It's just like yeah. a bunch of ships. Sure, but she like. But she is the one organizing everything. Also, she like, grew up as a miner. Like she's kind of she's a rock the ski boat. She can, she can drive hard to drive. In. She can sure. drive stick. But I'm saying like. Yeah, but we see in the rebel base, and also another not like criticism, just an observation. They said they have thirteen small craft coming towards them. They show like fifty blowing up, like throughout the thing. It's just like there's so many of those things blowing up all the time. It's like, man, thirteen, huh? We're well, we should be down to Poe, Finn, and and uh, Rose, but we still have five more blow ups. All right, then. so that happens. Um... I think it's weird that. Oh, also, and then the, Kylo the, and Ray. I think Kylo and Ray get together. The Force Ghost of the Death Star comes. <gasps> Here we go. I oh, know you're only allowed one, but it's a projection. <laughs> but you're only allowed one because. Oh my gosh, the Death Star is Force projecting itself to make nice. people think it's good, and it shows the the ray and everything go through the planet, and everyone goes ah, and then just like like you know like those guns that like it goes bang, bang like that sign. It just says bang at the end of it. That's it. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's my joke. Uh, you were saying. Something. No, that was it. That's all. Is that the joke? Is that it? Have we talked about? I think I was we, trying to do. All, I was trying to do your nonsense, but I'm, do some do some nonsense. No, that's it. I, I, I gave I my thing, it. and you called me a racist, so I'm done. No, no I didn't. Let's do it. What is it? I don't know. I don't have any. Uh, Sam just mischievously winked at Luke, just so just in case my listeners are concerned. Uh, Ray and Kylo. Uh, end up do join forces. Ray has been a plant the whole time. That's nice. the end of the end of Force or the end of the Last Jedi. She was actually like, "I got this, boo." When she's looking at him, okay. yeah, I'll get on this ship and then I'll just kill all of them. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Holy cow! So she's the one that kills all the Padawans. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, and BB-8 gets a taste for human flesh. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> now we're talking. And he upgrades to an AT-AT. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. It's all it goes on a rampage. I like it. Yeah, okay. it's good. And he makes those cute beeping noises still as yeah. he right 
Maybe he murders all the power. And R2, and the actual story, the subplot of the whole thing is that R2 now has to take up the mantle and go against BB-8. And the final fight is R2 versus BB-8 with their little zap sticks. So like as normal droids or R2-D2 fighting AT-AT BB-8? Uh, he the the first part of the fight is him taking down the ATAT and then they face off and then he comes out and is like yeah. like in his language says oh, I'm not dead yet and then right bloodbath okay yeah I like that I do like that I do like and then that Indiana Jones comes in <laughs> I do like that uh, good. and rescues the stolen artifact that we do have more proof that R two D two uses foul language and we just don't know it yeah. I like it. I like that. When Luke says, hey, sacred planet. Right. right. Yeah. Watch your language. Sacred Island. Yeah. Oh, sacred island. Watch your language. You should yeah. watch the movie again, clearly. Yeah, five. Make it a, make it a five. Clean five. Beggars I bet I, I bet I see it at least once more. I bet I see it at least once more. That is... That's it. That's right? It. I got nothing. Yeah. So... We're Star wars out. We are Star wars out... This is now just a uh, Star Wars podcast. It's, it's just a Star... Like, that's what we've turned into. We're changing the title. Um, I... Our podcast has now gone the length of the movie. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. We could have been talking through the entire movie. Yeah, it's 11. What have, what have we done? So, Hannah, we apologize for you having to edit this disaster. Absolutely. It is a disaster. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed the discussion at some point. If you have something you want to say... About anything. We will obviously have anybody on, so just let us know. We have Couch Guy on. Yeah. Uh, like, hit us up on, on Facebook or something and tell us what you think and we can continue the conversation. Not that we <laughs> haven't said something <laughs> in this, uh, but we hope you enjoyed listening. Um, it's It was fun, even though it's going long loop. For real, thank you for joining us. It was, it was my pleasure. It was thank nice you. to have a an actual two two experts, not not just Sam, on the the show for Star Wars. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, we appreciate you uh, sticking with us through this whole thing. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? If you've made it this far, you really truly are a friend. You done good. You done. We our our hats off to you. Uh, okay. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the According to the Technical Rules podcast. If you'd like to contact the hosts, Matt is on Twitter at MattATTR, and Sam is at SamJATTR. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, let's all play According to the Technical Rules.